Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Two Guinea Hens, or 2GH, depending on your comfort level. I'm Rose. I'm Gabby. And uh, we're your hens. How's it going, everybody? How you doing? You doing well? How are you doing, sissy? I'm doing okay. I'm My allergies are really bad. Yeah. And it's spring, so that happens. Yeah. Well, and also, we went to our brother's for Easter yesterday, and he had a dog that is not hypoallergenic. No. And lots of flowers. Yes, beautiful. But I have to say, tulips are maybe the one of the worst flowers for me. Isn't that interesting? I always thought unscented flowers were, you know, didn't bother didn't bother you. No, because I, I and I remember being a kid, and mom would always someone would send her tulips, and I and they always would end up like choking me. Isn't that interesting? And it's like a idea. deep choke. Did you you? Did, I don't know if you noticed. I was like gagging at one point yesterday while we were there, and I don't know if it was the flowers, if it was the dog. Well, you were sitting right next to me, and the dog was sitting on my lap, slobbering all over me. So. Yeah, Rose had the um the. I mean, I'm allowed to say this. The most popular lap of the day. I did. It's true. <laughs> Strange kids. She didn't know we're jumping on I her. Dogs. It was so odd. Yeah. Kids never, like, um, you know, uh, come to me. I'm just not one of those adults. The kids are like, be my friend. You are that person. Right. 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 But she was like, this toddler was just like. Like, you could see she was struggling to climb up on my lap, and I was like, uh, do you need help? She was like, yes. <laughs> so I helped her get on my lap, and then I was showing her pictures of uh, Luca and Stanley Tucci, and she was just having a good old time, and I was like, what is happening here? It was really cute, and she had the cutest laugh I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, she was a cute little kid. Yeah. Um, and then the dog, yeah. Yeah, the dog oh. was all over. Our brother's dog has, like, um, he's missing all of his side teeth, so his tongue falls out of his mouth. He's and he super just, cute, though. And he just drools, and so he was drooling all over Rose directly next to me, and I think yeah. I went into a complete allergy attack. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, that was kind of bothering me, too. I was not feeling so great when I came home. Allergies, man. I know. I gotta move to the desert. What are you, oh, really? Tarantulas, scorpions, rattlesnakes. Okay. I mean... I don't know. I'd take allergies over scorpions any day. And, like, from what I understand, I've never lived in the desert. But, like, I think people in Arizona, like... Like, they see scorpions the way we see, like, a thousand-legger. Are they deadly? I don't know. I think... I mean, I, I don't know if they're deadly. Are you allowed to take a sledgehammer to them? Are they... If they're in your home, I guess you can do whatever you want. Oh, my God. That'd be wild to have to mm -hmm. kill scorpions all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've not really spent a lot of time in the desert, so maybe I shouldn't. But I do like, like, California. We do have cousins out in Arizona. We could go visit sometime, I suppose. I'm sure any of them would have us. That'd be cool. Yeah, I know. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I want to go also to Texas someday. You could be a friend to Texas? Uh, no, I haven't. Uncle Fred, who... Oh, well, he who named, named us. Who named this podcast, basically. They live in Texas. We should ask if we could go visit them and then have them on the podcast. Oh my god, that would be the best ever. It would kind of be amazing. It really would. Yeah. Huh. All right, okay. future episode. Food for thought. Yes. So... I wanted to talk about, if you don't mind, I just kind of wanted to, to do a swing back to our first episode talking about Ancestry DNA. I'm all right with that. Because our friend Gina, who owns our gym, um, got her results back. And she was 91, that's 91, 91% <laughs> Italian. That's crazy. I mean, I know a ton of people that have gotten these tests done and nobody has ever been like that much of anything. Yeah, I don't think I've met anyone in the 90 percentile of anything. She has 8% Turkish and then 1% Portuguese. I am so fascinated as to where her Turkish and Portuguese come from, where, how far back and when, how that happened. I think I'm more interested than she is. And what part of Italy is she from? That is an excellent question. I'm not totally sure. Hmm. I am not totally... Oh, Southern Italy. 
But I, I don't know what part. I'll have to ask her. That's a good question. Because hmm. I'm just wondering, like, would... Because, right, one relative somewhere could have married someone that was Portuguese. I mean, that's Like, just... Turkish sort of even makes a little bit more sense because of the Moors, you know, invading and coming through the southern part of Italy. But even at that, that's... That's... I'm, I'm just fascinated by those results. I'm jealous by those results. And I have a theory about her and our friend Christy, who's 67% Italian, and that is that they are descended from a much higher class than our family was, perhaps even royalty, and that our family were peasant farm workers. And I'm basing all of this on the size of all of our legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Rose and I can climb a mountain with our we legs. We can climb a mountain with Karen. our legs. Karen and Christy and Gina are very... Petite, lovely, diminutive, delicate creatures, and and Gab and I are not. No, we could bulldoze through a brick wall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Gab, and then we could brick it up ourselves. <laughs> look up Oklahoma drill. Look up a YouTube video of it, and then know that my sister crushed every boy on this boy on the soccer field doing the Oklahoma drill. I knocked the wind out of one. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, there's that. Yeah, yeah. But so, and your theory there also then being that we were maybe like products of rape. Probably. That's why our lineage isn't as like tight. Refined. Or as refined as. As far as we know. Now. Yes, there's been an update, but we don't really know. But yes. Our ancestry DNA has us, has Mila like 23% Eastern European. Which, fine. I saw that and I was like, okay, Russian, Hungarian, whatever. But they also define North... And you're like, what? I'm 24%. You're like 23 Yeah, 23%. Yeah, yeah. But they also include Northern Italy as part of Eastern European. So take that. I don't understand how they do that, but... Or why. But now that... I think that throws a whole monkey wrench into it. Right. So, so add that. You're in the 60s again. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? And I'm at least in the high 50s, early 60s. We need, I want these tests a little more refined. Yeah, they need to be, I need to know if this is Northern Italian. If that's the case, we are back in business, baby. I mean, 20, representatives of 23andMe or my heritage, are your tests any better? We don't know. We've already spent the money on Ancestry, but I mean, if we got your tests for free, we would do them. And we'd promote and we would it. promote our results. So, I don't know, you tell us. Call us 23andMe. Yeah, yeah. My heritage, let us know. Are your tests better? That is fascinating because if 23andMe doesn't include northern Italy as a separate thing and it's included with Italian. Our friend Christie's very blonde, like like fair eye color. That would be it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now I wanna know. I know. This I changes wanna... everything. Changes everything. possibilities are now back open. And now our However, mom's we dad are... might not be that Slovakian right. person we thought he was or That's Russian right. person. And I think we've told you guys about how our grandma was a little bit of a she was a fun lady. She was fun. A little on the loosey-goosey side. Nothing wrong so with that. So there's some questions as to who our biological grand- maternal grandfather is. And and that's okay. But... And we don't judge. And I'm glad that we're like that. Because we had an uncle, great-uncle, who was real loosey-goosey. Like, real loosey-goosey. All I'm going to say is, remember Bubbles? Michael Jackson's friend? Uncle Joe might have dated him. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's dead, so I can say that. Uncle Joe did have his own pet monkey at one point. Right? And he might have said weird things about it. I'm just... We don't know. We don't know. He was a fun guy. He was amazing. I don't care. I love this. Yeah. I mean, they're not like, uh, you know, they just were living life. Right. They were living life. Yeah. yeah. Times were different then. True. And, and Big Grandma was probably French, which... Mm-hmm. 
you know, yeah. they like to have some like fun. Party. Sure. And Uncle Joe mm-hmm. was Italian. Mm-hmm. They like to have fun. Mm-hmm. And I mean, these are they were kids during what World War One. Made it through World War Two and then just like lost their shit. They're like, we survived two fucking world wars. We are living life. Exactly. Bastards, yeah. You know, so there should be no judgment. So yeah, I'm surprised more people didn't go a little crazier after the wars. But isn't that it wasn't World War One where the can can became popular? And isn't that kind of a very uh, like showing your bum off kind of a dance? Like that's all it part is. Of it. Yeah. So that like they loose behavior was beginning. Right. Well, maybe it's popular. I mean, always. Like, even, you know, just the terms of loose at one point in the world where a woman's showing her ankles. Very true. Or just wearing, like, the wrong kind of color, red lipstick. Right. Exactly, so. And swing dancing was considered loose? Sure, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. So, anyway, the point is, no judgment. No judgment. No judgment. No judgment. Um, But there is a reason why we don't know who our birth our biological maternal grandfather is. Right. And that's why we could be Northern Italian and we need to find out. Right. We do need to find out. Right. So, yeah. Um, but, and I don't care what any DNA test says. Yeah. I don't care anything. And maybe it's because of how we were raised more in tune with our Italian culture. But, like, I feel in my bones. And Ditto. I started watching this show on HBO and I got gabbed, hooked on it. And she actually finished it before I did. Um, called My Brilliant Friend, based on a series of four books uh, who's by the author whose name just literally escaped me as I was about to say it. Um, I'll look it up while we're talking at some point, but it's set in Italy in the 50s, I think. Yeah. Mid to late 50s. Starts following two young girls in primary school and then follows them up to adulthood. Uh, well, actually, the opening scene is of the one as an old woman. They're like 70 or something. Yeah. 60. Yeah. But it's set in, uh, in Naples, outside of Naples, and... In a very small, particular village mm-hmm. that is very corrupt. Mm-hmm. Very poor, very corrupt. Um, it, it's... I mean, to me, I, I couldn't binge-watch because it was so emotional and just... It just gutted me. Every time I watch an episode, I walk away just, like, spent... It's so, but I, like, everything about it connects to me. Yes. And that's how I know. I don't care what percentage you say I am. I'm more connected with my Italian side than any other. I 100% agree with her. Uh, Rose, so Rose texted me about the show. She was like, you can't binge watch it. It's too emotionally draining. But I have OCD, so of course I binge watched it. And I don't mind being emotionally drained because I have a mood disorder. So I'm fine with it. Anyway, I agree with Rose. I Like, watching it, it reminded me so much of our grandmother, of my godfather's mother. It's about two... Like, it, long story short, it's about two best friends. And the reason they became best friends is because... The one girl was, like, the best in the class. She had the best penmanship. She listened to the teacher. The other girl was a maniac, but she taught herself to read and write by the age of six, and no one else could do that in her class. So they were sort of competitors and best friends who, you know, they, by one being smart, it encouraged the other one to be their best. Like, they bring up the best in each other. Um, But, like, just so many things about my grandparents, especially my grandmother, that I kind of, like... I don't know, they were always obsessed with what family you came from. And, like, they would talk about people in McKee's Rocks and be like, oh, this family or that family. And I didn't really know what they meant or why they were like that. But it seems like in these villages, like, you were defined by your family. And you, repre- you, know, you represent the whole family and, and the people that had the power and who you need to suck up to. And it was just, it's really, really interesting. And it, 
I don't know, and it really presents communism in a way where you're like, this isn't bad, this is, you need communism, like, to come out what they were dealing with. Did, yeah, yeah, with fascism, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a better alternative, you know? Um, and just, it's just heartbreaking how smart these two girls are that they're following, uh, Elena and Lila, um, and how just, you know, one family is just ever so slightly more open to their daughter, being educated than the other and how just what a struggle it is and how it's just so heartbreaking to see a girl so smart and who could do anything just be stifled because she's a girl yeah and that was our grandmother i feel like to drop out in the eighth grade she was brilliant and she was so smart like for fun when we were kids she'd want to do math that was our game math i mean it would be like come on grandma i was in school all day and and but that like to her that was fun yeah it's really really heartbreaking because like they're i mean they're blatant scenes where like why would i pay for a girl like we don't why would we send a girl to school um and I think the one family just maybe has a little bit, not more money, but a little more stature. So they're able okay. to... Yeah. Like um, the dad, I think the dad, is, I don't know if he's a lawyer or like a... Works in the legal system. Yes. Yeah, he, he, he wears a suit to work, whereas the other girl's dad is a shoemaker. Right. So... Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just... Oh, and, and the Italian language, if I don't learn Italian now, I, mm-hmm. I'm never going to. But it's just so gorgeous. And I, I just mm-hmm. love everything about it. And I love... I love how they are as people. It's just like their range of emotion from zero to a thousand. I relate to, right. and the women are nuts. Yeah. They will fist fight and go crazy, and mm-hmm. and the way they love is so passionate. And like, mm-hmm. like you know, all these affairs, and it's just it's, yeah, it's maddening but wonderful. And yeah, I watched the show. Yes. I really watch it. My brilliant friend Elena Ferrante was the author. Yes, and she does write a few of the episodes too. But and it's uh, in subtitles. Warning, mm-hmm. if that. But that's. I mean. <laughs> For me, I had to keep watching it, not just because of the OCD, but, like, I needed to know what was going to happen. I'm like, I have to know. I have to know. No, I haven't finished watching it yet, but you have. Does it leave anything open for a second season? Or is Definitely. It... Oh, really? Okay, good. Definitely. Oh, oh, it's like, yes. Okay, good, good. And it guts you before they leave oh, you for another man. season. Because you're just oh. like, no, 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 no. I yeah. mean, every episode, I'm like that. Every episode, something happens where I'm just like, what? No, why top? Let me just say, I got to a point with the show where I'm like, nothing will surprise me anymore. Got to the last episode, was feeling one total way, and then the end, I was just like, no! Like that, wow. that much of a, like, they fold me. They they fold me. Wow. And I, and I know why they had to do it, but I can't say it now. But yes, wow. when you see it, you'll oh, know man. what I'm talking okay. about. You know what else was heartbreaking about it? Not just about the girls not being, you know, letting them be educated, but when the one girl got her period. Oh. I had no idea what was happening to her. Like, her mom never warned her this might happen. Like, people just didn't talk about shit. I mean... And they had to make pads. Oh my god, then. I know. Here, can I made you, you some pads. Can like, you even imagine? No. And she runs her best friend oh, to like, be like, no. oh, what's dying? happening? Yeah, like, losing her mind. Oh my yeah, god. Was, I just... Anybody that has immigrant parents or grandparents, be a little extra kind to them. Yes. <laughs> I don't care what stature in life they had or what, everything is so different. And, so different. And yeah. and the part where, uh, like, the rich boys, the yeah. rich bad boys, drive around town, drag a girl into the car, rape her, and then the, the commentary of the other girls and how yeah. one of them is like, that is wrong, they're rapists, they're pigs, they can't do this. And the other one's like, they're, she's lucky. Yeah. They're so good looking. So and up. it was really reminding me of like the women that love Trump. I know that I always bring politics and everything, but I really did. Because yeah. like, I was thinking, like there are women who think like, 
let them do that to you because they've got the money and like can you imagine getting to be with him and like yes. throughout that same girl like worships oh, those know. boys and it's so gross it's so messed up and like and, and in this town like the families aren't even that wealthy that's what's messed up like the mm-hmm. two families that have power are like a grocery store mm-hmm. and i can't even remember what the other thing is it's a pastry shop yeah like a pastry yeah. shop yeah yeah and that's it like they're the only two growing businesses in the town and everyone is dependent upon them yeah um yeah, it's really interesting. It's such a good show. But it makes me so sad to think, though, that, like, I don't know. Something with Italy, there is a lot of, like, there's just a lot of crime. And I think that it, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's a weird moral grayness sometimes and all that. And I, that mm-hmm. I don't, like, it's hard for me to comprehend. Yeah. Because, I mean, even being raised second generation, are we second generation or third? Well, Grandma... Mm-hmm. Pap was born. We're second generation okay. there. Yeah. Dad was first generation. Right. Um, just like things that like we took for granted that we knew about, like mm-hmm. gambling or, or anything that, you know, right. hearing of a friend that might do some shady stuff or I, I don't know. I just feel like we, it's and like, it was, okay, but it's not. It was family legend. Like our family was not mafia so no. whatsoever i mean we did not come from any kind of money or anything like that at all but of course we you know the italian mickey's rust community is very small we you know you know of a lot of people you know people that do bad things but it was common family legend like our grandfather was one of the first people in mickey's rocks to own a car and he would i guess was contracted out by people in the mafia because he would take people on quote unquote rides and they'd never be seen from again. I mean, he was only the driver, but he just like, drove. But it would be like, a, like as we all got older, or as they got older, it was like, oh, if you're bad, Grandpa's gonna take you for one of his rides. <laughs> like, hello, who talks? <laughs> I mean, find me a waspy family. I guarantee yeah. you, they're not threatening their children with mafioso rides. You know, <laughs> and like knowing your grandfather was a part of it. And the story that they always told us was Pap took took someone for a ride, and it was his friend, and he was like, hey, Nick, where are we going? Yeah. And Pap was like, somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And then Pap, I think that's when he dis- disappeared to D- Detroit. To Detroit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, our grandfather, he had a rough life. <laughs> he had a real rough life. But... He had a school teacher change his name. Yeah, because, you know. Because this is America. <laughs> Bonassi is so much harder to pronounce than Bonasso. Yeah. That one letter really just threw them for a loop. Oh, America. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but 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 why in Italy though? Is it like it's okay to do that kind of stuff? <laughs> I I really wonder if it was just like if it's almost how the United States government now treats like primarily black or Hispanic inner city neighborhoods. Like let them deal with themselves, and they don't like Flint. Flint, yeah. Michigan. Why is our government not helping these people? It's bizarre. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. maybe in Italy it was these small feudal towns. Let them fight it out. We're right. not dealing with them. We'll deal with the major cities in Rome and Florence and where the art and the cult, everything's happening. But freaking Calabria or Rotondella or whatever, they're on their own. You oh, know that makes would be sense. my guess. I don't know. And when you have no choices, that's where a life of crime comes yeah. in because you're like, well, I need to make money somehow. I need to feed yeah. my family somehow. And the power, you know, if you if you have the power, then if you have money, you have the power over the other people. And but weren't we told that Grandpa, not that he, his family was royalty, but that somehow he like worked for royalty or worked with the king or was a soldier his, in the mil? His our great grandfather fought for Italy. Um, I forget who the king's name was. I want to say Vittorio, but I might be wrong. Um, 
and then came to America and fought for the United States. So he actually fought in World War One for Italy and in World War Two for the United States. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. He's who our dad was named after. Yeah. But he looked a lot like our Uncle Joe. Yeah. If you ever see pictures, yeah. He was very handsome. Yeah, very. Uh, our great-grandfather and our Uncle Joe both had very dark hair but bright blue eyes. Yeah. Which, naturally, we couldn't have inherited. No, no not at all. <laughs> both our, our Italian grandparents were very good-looking. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And our mom's mom was really good looking. We just don't know. We what, just don't know who the dad is. He's black. <laughs> he's slender man. I don't know what he, he looks like. He could be anyone, really. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know, Granny. Oh boy. Well, I hope that there's another an afterlife. I hope that we get to see all of these people again someday. Me too. So we can ask all these questions. And especially because we never got to meet Big Grandma. Right. She was like bad ass. Mm-hmm. Not just because she was loosey goosey. She just was cool. She was ahead of her time. So ahead of her time. Our mother might not describe her as being so right. cool. It's not as fun when your mom is gone for months at a time, living her life. Right. When you're a kid, you have to rebel by being, um, you know, a good student, stay at home, take care of the housework. <laughs> That's right. It's, you know, it's a very fucked up scenario for our yeah. mom. Our, our mom. Her rebellion meant, you know, taking care of shit. Her family's nickname for her was Miss Mount Lebo. Like, that our mother thought she was better than everyone in the North Side, so they called her Miss Mount Lebo. And it wasn't that she thought she was better, she just didn't want CYS to take her. Right. So she went she, a different way of life. So she just, you know, did the cooking and the cleaning and made mm-hmm. iron her own clothes, you know. She she wasn't trying to be uppity. She's just crazy. Uh, anyway. Anyway, moving on. You have a big week this week. You have a oh big God. show on Wednesday. I know. I'm so... I don't know why I'm nervous. I've opened up for her before, but... Uh, oh, so I'm opening for Jen Kirkman in Pittsburgh at the Rex Theater. Wednesday, April 24th, 8 p.m. Jen will be selling copies of her new book, and she'll also be autographing them. So if you love Jen Kirkman, you'd like to meet her, get a selfie. I mean, you really just have to pay for the book and the ticket, like, and you get all of that. So you should do it. It's not like some VIP press thing. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just making up words. Um, but I'm excited about it, but I'm also nervous because I think I told you the last time I opened for her was like literally 10 days before our mother died, and I just don't think I was in a very good headspace. And so now I'm putting like weird pressure on myself. Where I'm like, you have to be the best you've ever been. And we all know that's not going to happen. So. I don't, but you need to talk. When you feel yourself doing that, talk yourself out of it. I mean, don't you every time you go on stage want to be the best you've been? Yes. So why would this be any different? That's a good point. Right, so just, you know, do your best. I think I should just worry most about just warming up the crowd, because that's my job. It's yeah. to get them ready for Jen. So yeah. whatever I think I need to do to get them And I think pumped. you'll have no problems with that. I hope you're... I, 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 I mean, not to be a dick, and there's some, there's some good comedians, you know, in the city or whatever, that have opened for you, um, but there are also some not-so-good ones that have opened for you, and they're supposed to be warming a crowd up, and by the time you get out there, the crowd's like... You're like, where did they get torches and sickles? Why is the crowd turning on me? <laughs> but you've managed to turn them around. Right. That's so true. I think starting with you and warming up, you're going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Thanks. No problem. No, that is a scary thing as a headliner when your opening act um, does make the audience so angry that they just want to watch you. You're like, I'll fix this. <laughs> Give me five minutes and I'll make you in a better mood. Yeah. Yeah, that is scary. And I mean, I've seen that happen for you several times. Yeah. So you got this. Thanks, sis. And I know that Jen really tries to get women openers if she can, and a few times she's had male openers. Only once I noticed her tweet like this was for a male opener. He was good, but for the rest, of it, it seems like she ignores it. So I don't know. Oh, well, I just yeah. hope, I just want to do a good enough job. And she's funny. This is going to be a really good yeah, show. I'm you're excited. in Pittsburgh, and you have you know, you're free Wednesday night. Definitely come check this out because you're hilarious. 
She's hilarious. Who doesn't want some hilarity on a Wednesday night? Good call. Yeah, it'll make the middle of the week great, and then you got Thursday and Friday to look forward to. Make Wednesdays great again. Yes! And she writes for Mrs. Maisel, so, and people were obsessed with that show. Which I just started watching that show last weekend. Is it good? It's really good. And I'm going to be honest, the first episode I was like, "Mm, not sure I'm loving this, but I'm going to give the second episode a try. Loved it. I mean, really, really a good show. I'm excited because yeah. I know Lenny Bruce is in it. You told me the right? character play, yeah, the character Lenny Bruce is in it. Um, Tony Shalhoub plays Mrs. Maisel's dad. He's fantastic. <clears throat> Just really, I'm really enjoying it a lot. Cool. I'm excited. Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. Everyone, and from the it. minute it came out, like Gene, our, our cousin, was mm-hmm. like, "You have to. This is your show. It's meant for you." But I, yeah. I don't have Amazon Prime, but my friend... Well, I don't want to get into details. <laughs> don't harass my friend. I don't have any real friends. He's imaginary. Um, I'm, let's just let's just go right over that. So, you know how, like... Um, I don't know if you ever watch legal dramas. I know you don't really, but... Um, there's always... good. The advice lawyers give their clients is... Don't talk too much. Nobody's ever given you that advice. Oh, my God. I should never... <laughs> Be don't ever trial. don't ever be a witness in a trial oh. or be on the uh, be on the stand. I give too much information, like way too much. State information. your name and address. Well, then this happened. <laughs> no, no, he just said state your name and address. <laughs> You've just confessed to the crime. What are you doing? You didn't even do it. <laughs> I was that kid always. When the teacher would be like, "Who did it?" I was like, "Oh, my hand would just start going up." And I'm like, "I know I didn't do it." Go oh my god! Down. I mean, I would crack. I get so nervous. I'd be red faced. I'd be sweating. I'd be holding in gas. Like I would lose it. Why? I just always felt guilty. <laughs> it's so bizarre. I know. I mean, wreck. Yeah, I mean, as a teacher, I, teacher, for people that listen listen to this that are teachers, please let us know. Don't you know if you ask a class of small children who did this, it's always the kids looking around the room? I mean, they're the ones that did it. <laughs> right? It's not the kid who urinated and had a stomach ulcer and beating not. their head off the it's desk. It's the kid trying to act super innocent and like, look at the other kids. Yeah, that's probably true. Why were you that kid? <laughs> no, but I based that on um, uh, a Christmas story. When oh, the kid yeah. sticks his tongue to the, the lamppost, and then they're all about, and he's like, who would do this? And Ralphie and the other kid are like, do-do-do, looking around. True. Like, it's those kids. I could never, even when I like would do it like a squeaky fart in class, and you wanted to be like, it was my shows! It was my shows! I'd be so red-faced, I'd be like, then why are you blushing? And why is your ear wax leaking out of your ear? And I'd be like, wait, you're bringing that up now? It was bad. You had earwax leaking out of your ear? Well, Hank Goldman always would say that. When we got into middle school, we stopped. He hated me for some reason in seventh grade. He sat next to me, and it really annoyed him. And he'd always be like, your earwax is so gross. I can see it coming out of your ear. And I'd be like, thank you, Hank. <laughs> what a strange thing. Oh my we made God. fun of my breath, which I'll give him that one. Um, <laughs> he made fun of my earwax, which technically I do have very waxy ears. Um, there was something else he was making fun of, too. Maybe my forehead zits. I don't know. I, I, did you make fun of when you didn't graduate high school? Oh, snap! Did I go there? Yes, I did. Yeah, she did. I mean, eventually did. Just not with the rest of us. Yeah. So, so there you go. So, don't like, be mean to me in middle school. Right. That's what you get. It's right. <laughs> Man, anyway. bullies. God, they're the worst. They are the worst. Except I was kind of a bully, which is why I have all these retorts ready at Oh, at Yeah. I was just an emo kid. I, I was emo, but no one knew it because I wasn't wearing all black. But I was like, you know, always in my room listening to sad Judy Garland music. <laughs> yeah, a little different than emo, but kind of. But it's like, own sort of a variation of emo, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it is emotional. Like, right, I, mean, yeah, I was very, true. I'm a very emotional person. Right, right, right. I think I'm an empath. Mm-hmm. 
Because, like, I can't even... It's like, on a bad day, if I drive through McKee's Rocks and I see, like, three old people dragging their groceries, I mean, I lose it. I'm done. Yeah. My day's over. How about yeah. you? Yeah. That is hard. Oh, my God. It is. I can't. I know. Oh, my God. Going don't, to, like, a nursing home? Don't, I'm, don't, I'm not doing the oasis. I'm not doing you it. You just did it. <laughs> you jackass. You just Our, did poor it. Mom, oh, poor mom. mother. After she her dad died. Oh, my God. Well, she, she was talked into getting a better job, but it wasn't better. It wasn't better for anyone. And, uh, and so she'd have to eat lunch by herself and she'd walk across the street to a sandwich shop called the Oasis. And I'd just be so sad thinking of our mom eating all by herself. And so whenever Gab wants me to get sad, why would you want your sister to get sad? I don't know. But whenever she does, that's what she just says, the Oasis. And she knows that kills me because I think my poor mom without any friends, having lunch by herself at this stupid job she didn't want to take. And then what happens? Then she'd take the last 10 minutes of her lunch break to go buy his pedophores and Kaufman's. I can't take it anymore. I don't know why. I just felt that they should know what this it's like. This might be episode nine in the last episode because I'm gonna kill my sister. <laughs> Number <so>. nine. <laughs> nine. Best Beatles song ever. My favorite. Revolution number nine. <laughs> that's what John and I are dancing to at our wedding. I hope that's true. <laughs> Please let that be true. Uh, it's not, but maybe we can make it happen. Oh my god. <laughs> you know what would be funny if we recreated uh, Bethany's uh, click, but just with me and Dan and you, and I still did the worm. That would be funny. And I quickly throw on the dress I wore for that too. And then she's like, they stole that. Oh my god. Because you know she would do that. She might. Beth, you know you'd be mad if we do you think Beth listens to our podcast? No. Do you think Beth knows what a podcast no, is? No, I don't. Oh, my God. The other day, bless her heart, she's only 38 years old. I was doing an Instagram live video, and people are writing in. Hi, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, it's Missy Palmer, a friend of ours. And Beth comes over and is like, what up? Holla. Where are they? Where are they? Oh, and I'm like, no, yeah, she no, was like, FaceTime. No, she didn't. And I'm like, Bethany, this is an Instagram video. And she's like, what is that? Can they see us? Why can't I see them? I'm like, you look so old right now. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, sure. Like, I had to push her face out of the way. Like, she was like a 70-year-old. Oh. What? Why can't I see them? Are they inside the machine? <laughs> oh, my God. Poking my screen. 38. There's no excuse. Wow. She's just not, like, she never... But yet she always has, like, the newest iPhone. Yeah, I know. But why? But why? Um, well, she likes, like, all the health stuff like that. Oh, like, yeah. Although, can I, I think I can tell the story. Go on. She, when, the minute the new Apple Watch came out, she had to have it. Not just because she likes to have the newest things, because the new Apple Watch allegedly had a better, like, um, heart tracking thing. Like, I can't remember, but it was just a better terms of, like, blood pressure. Supposed to let you know, the point of it was to let you know if you're about to have a heart attack. Um, our dear friend went to the hospital and her EKG showed that she was and her watch never once said it. So she is going, she is like, she's written to them to be really? like, you, this is why I I'm sure this. there's probably tiny, tiny, itty bitty language in the, in the user manual or whatever that says like, this is not to be used, you know, for medical purposes if you think you have heart issues go see a doctor i'm i'm but confident without even seeing it i'm confident that apple is already ha, already has a disclaimer about like you cannot count on this for your health but then that is bull crap because i remember when it was being like shown at that like technology summit thing and they were like this is the first watch ever that will prevent you from having a heart attack so my point being you shouldn't like even be billing it if then in small print you're well, like then then you can't you know 
Right. So I don't know. You're probably I do agree right. with you on that, but I have a feeling that they... I think you're probably right. Yeah. But I don't think they should get to advertise it like it'll save true. your life. I, I that there's fine print that's like, this will not save but your life. But listen, the world is set up for the rich and corporations to do whatever the fuck they want. Mm. It just is. It's true. That's why doctors have malpractice insurance so they can kill you and mm. still work. Right. But if a mechanic messed up your brakes... They're being shot to death. Do you understand? There's no justice. Mm-hmm. None. And I compare doctors to mechanics, because they're the same people. Um, mechanics may be better because the car can't tell you what's wrong. You True. Figure it out. That's why Daddy always said veterinarians were the best doctors, because their patients can't tell you what's wrong with them. <laughs> I think that makes a very good point. Do you point. think there's a high suicide rate among veterinarians? I never knew that, but it's true. Do you think as they have access to terminating themselves? I think just because their job is really really stressful and really hard and they have to deliver bad news a lot and god i don't know that they really get paid that well i don't know and none of their clients actually call them doctor right that probably hurts their heart all the time like why do they do all this work right right how about the woman the uh the, the little girl that sat on your lap her mom was telling me that she grew up loving animals because her daughter loves animals and i'm like oh a bitch would be a vet she's like no i couldn't be a vet because it was the whole, like, killing them animals. I couldn't do it. I could never do it. Even if it helps them, I couldn't do it. I thought, I mean, animals are my family. Could I kill my grandmother just because she's dying? And I was like, geez, I feel like I could do euthanasia for a family member if they wanted me to. Like, yeah. I'm not against it. Mm-mm. I didn't know. I didn't mean to bring that up right now on our podcast. What if, like, how... Uh, if a family member just said it once, like, hey, I think I want to die, would you do it? Or would there be, like, a... They have to say it so many times, they have to really give you, like, a good reason, or... You mean, like, if you and I were casually hanging out, and you're like, God, I wish I were dead, and I was like, Mom, my poor sister suffers from depression, I'm gonna help her. Right. No. Okay. Don't worry. But... <laughs> All right, everyone, you, you're my witnesses to this. <laughs> but now, let's go there, or let's say something really bad happened, you have some terminal illness, it is getting towards the end, your quality of life is bad, and you're like... Seriously, mm-hmm. seriously. I mean, am I gonna take a pillow, put it on your head, then sit on the pillow, and then hold an anvil? I'm not promising that. I'm promising I'll do something else. <laughs> <laughs> if you asked me to. Okay. And at that point, I'm like thinking I'm probably already in my 80s. I, no, what if you did all that, and then the phone, my phone rings, and you see it's my doctor, and you pick it up, and you're like. Rose's phone, and he's like, we have great news, Rose. We were wrong. Your test results are weren't conclusive. You're going to get better. Then what? Then I will try to do CPR on you, and that doesn't work. I will get out my Sethamia handbook, and I will bring you back. What if that doesn't work? And if that doesn't work, I will just um, jump in a river, and then... Well, first, I'll paint a smiley face next to a rock, and then I'll jump in a river right by there. And that's what I'll do. And then you jump in the river, and then I come too. I wasn't really dead. And then, <laughs> guys, it's choose your adventure. What do you think happens next? Does Rose come to the river to drag my body out, and then she's accused of being the smiley face killer? Oh, that would suck. Stay so... tuned in the next chapter. <sighs> we should start writing choose your own adventure about like these kind of things that we think about. No one will read them. No, we can't even get our listeners. We get, we have one of our listeners tweets us with, on a regular basis. Hi, renew speechless in Georgia. Um, but no one else really, I mean, we say every, every week we're like, Hey, tweet us. Hey, this, Hey, that nothing. It's true. Nothing. Well, we have to give a shout out to Jilly. Who's been listening to our podcast. Hi, Jill. 
Um, and Fontaine. And Fontaine, yes, who we might be related to. We don't know. No, we're no going to find out. We're working on it. We're yeah. figuring all this out. Oh, you know what else? I'm sorry. We should have opened with this. Guys, we're really sorry about the sound quality of episode eight. Ooh, okay. We tried something different, and it failed. It and failed. we're sorry. Yeah. We, we won't do it again. We literally put the mic on the boxes that Rose was sent from her job. Yeah. That's not a mic stand, no, guys. We shouldn't have done no, that. And we let the dog be around us. No offense to Luca. And he the was mic. just real well. He was just real worked up and playing and stuff. And and I had my Broadway voice, which was not helping things. Yeah, and I was. I felt like I was whispering. So we're really sorry about that. Yeah. Hope you didn't give up on us and you try episode nine. Our number one fan, Dan, um, loaned us a recorder, which we're not using right now, but that's only because I haven't read the directions yet. Dan, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not who we are. Um, we don't read directions. Well, Rose kind of I does. will read them before we record our next episode. Probably. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're really sorry about that sound quality. Yeah, that was awful. Like, when I uploaded it, like, to be honest, I didn't even put that episode on my personal website because I was like, Ugh, I don't... Because I kept thinking you were going to tell me to rip it down. I wonder if we should take it down. But then I, that I, would make episode nine episode I know. Eight. Well, can I... Uh, what, can we put it, you know what, I'll change private, maybe, on or? Buzzsprout, maybe we can just change and say, warning, like, sound quality's bad on this. Okay, maybe we'll do that, yeah. We'll sorry figure it out, but anyways, guys. sorry about that. But we're still new. I mean, I we feel are. like at a certain point when we know we're getting good at this, mm-hmm. that's when we're going to be like, season two, because yeah. then we like really push the promo, right, right, we right. push the branding, we got to get some, we have some guests. Yeah. Now there are these like individualized mics that like, you know, like mm-hmm. radio people have radio people have <laughs> that I think would be good for us and then we could have the other mic as like for our guests yeah. you know what I'm saying like That'd I be a good idea because I do think eventually we want to move into having a guest every once in a while oh totally we gotta have the genus on yeah so we have to have the Barths yeah although I don't think they go by that I don't know what they go by the McHale but they're great they're great and they're yeah. funny. They're both comedians. Yeah, they're super funny and super smart. And yeah, yeah, that's, that'll be a good show. We gotta have Tony on because you know. Oh my god! Yeah. But I think we should have Tony on and then have a surprise guest, and it'll be Mario of Mario's Pizza. <laughs> if we could pull that off, that would be a very well listened to podcast. <laughs> uh, we have to have our brother Nick on. We do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're anyway. We, we got stuff in store for you guys. Yeah, you have no we idea. Do. You have no idea. We also you have, have no a big idea. wedding coming up. We have no idea with a, a celebrity who's uh, uh, doing the vows. So oh, maybe we right. can get a pre-wedding maybe. interview. That's true. That's true. Is there any like things that you feel like bucket list things you want to do before your wedding that we could try to chalk off that we could talk about on the podcast? No, because I'm I'll be 48 when I get married. I've pretty much you know. You mean in terms of like being single? Bucket list kind of stuff, or well, I'm not trying to get you a prostitute for God's sake. That's not what I said. That's not even. But what I, I would. Was you going. know, they have male prostitutes in Pittsburgh. I just found out. Of course they do. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know until recently. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not getting her a prostitute. Anyway, I'm at like skydive. Why can't I do that after I'm married? That's a good question. <laughs> Um, okay, I guess, yeah. I don't know why. It's like, you know, some people look at marriage like, it's yes. over. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's if I look at marriage now. like that, I wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> okay, so, you're right. Okay. Yeah, no. No bucket list. No, so. not really. What about, like, doing, like, dye your hair a crazy color for, before the wedding? Like, red? <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> crazy. No, no. I just hope I don't have, you know, roots for my wedding because after my hair dyed, like, the day before. You'll be fine. We can do touch-ups too, right? Because hair people know what they're doing. Right. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Do you think we'll go to, like, we'll probably want to have someone come to you, not go to a dry bar thingy-ding. I'm not going to a dry bar just because I hate the smell of their products. Oof. 
Well, and I really didn't like what they did with my hair. Mm -hmm. They didn't listen to anything we said. Yeah, they didn't. They did not. I just wanted a little braid. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. No, I think I'll, when I go get my hair cut by my guy soon, I'll ask him about doing our hair for the wedding. Okay. Because so. I could do my own. Yeah. Because, like, everyone, because I should have probably done my own for the last wedding I was in, because I have very weird hair. It's you not don't. weird, but, I mean, it doesn't, like... We just went to a place that didn't listen to us. That's true. That was my mistake. I shouldn't have booked us as appointments. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. I just thought I'd gone to a dry bar in Los Angeles. They were fantastic. Thought it would be similar, and it wasn't really. But it was as expensive. Oh, my God. Well, I can make a guarantee for your wedding that I could not make for the last wedding I was in. I won't throw up from the... Uh, actual ceremony to the reception because we are in the same, the same place. place. That's all so I can't. There's no way I could throw up. Well, don't say that. There's always a way, yeah. but... Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll be in much better shape. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very it's exciting. Good. Yeah. And they're going to be married on, like, the, in the most, like, pretty part of Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. So we'll get really good shots, hopefully. Yes. We'll post them on the, twi on the Twitters and on, the on our website. We should probably have your future husband on before oh, we get yeah, married. We do that. Yeah. Although he's very, uh... He's silly. He's very funny. If we yeah. get him in a funny mode, right, it'll be good. Right. Yeah. Or he might be like Michigan J Frog. That's why we don't worry about. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll 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 get we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there at some point. Wedding's not to October. So yeah, we, we got, got time. time. We got time, folks. Yeah. I gotta find a job before I get married, but we don't have to. But no, it'd be I nice if you did. I mean, for just, you because yeah. you want to. Yeah. Sure. Right. Yeah. Anyway, was there uh besides the oh, oops. uh. Oh, we were going to talk about Easter a little bit. Did you guys all have a nice Easter or a nice Passover? And I know there was also a Muslim holiday, and I don't know what it was, so I apologize. But did you have a nice one? Whatever it was. Our Easter was okay. Was we went to our brothers and his husbands, and it was, it was actually very chill, and food was delicious, and wine was flowing, and yeah, yeah it was a nice time. And then the day before, we all, we, Rosie and John and I hung out. And the day before that, we hung out with our friend Bethany and we made filigones, which is an Italian family tradition. Gavin and I weren't going to make, and then Bethany was like, kind of. She was like, going through a hard time. Yeah, so we all went over to her house and cooked and drank wine. It was actually really fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we had a nice a, Easter. It was a pretty good Easter. I, I mean, I think we talked a little bit going into it. I've just been really weird because of we were raised Catholic, and I'm feeling very disconnected from the church. And I felt that it was getting in the way of my enjoying the Lenten season. Like I just felt like I was not a part of it at all. And then, it, like right to it, at Holy Week, I sort of was like, "Wait a minute, this isn't about religion. This is about this moment, and that could be separate from the religion." So just trying to make the most of it. But mm -hmm. I really am still sad with everything with the Catholic Church, and I wish that they would try to do something real this time to mm -hmm. right these terrible, terrible wrongs and injustices. Yeah, I agree. Because when um, Notre Dame burned down, mm -hmm. and the next day everyone's like, please send money, and, and so many people I know were like, do not send money to the Catholic Church. I mean, they use this money to cover up all the... Mm -hmm. And it, there is truth to that, but then it's like, it's Notre Dame. Like... Mm -hmm. Right. I mean... I don't know. I mean, it's historic. It's not just like... I mean, isn't it a miracle it didn't burn when France was being bombed and the wars and stuff? I mean, it is kind of like, I don't know. I don't know how you don't donate to it, but I get where people are coming from. And, and I don't, it's definitely not just us. I mean, we have a friend from our gym who was a devout Catholic, went to church every week. I mean, never missed Holy Days of Obligation, the whole nine yards. And she doesn't go to Catholic church anymore because of everything. 
I mean, it's really turned a lot of people away, and I think that's pretty sad. Yeah. And if I were a leader in the church, which I can't because I'm a woman, um, but maybe you should reconsider. There's a problem. That. Yeah, maybe reconsider that. Um, I'd really want to think about what we're doing wrong and what we can do to improve that still follows the um, dogma of the religion. You know. Yeah. Or maybe that dogma needs changed. Uh, you know, you had Vatican II in the 60s, so it's obvious you can make changes when you want to. Right. So, And it just feels like, you know, um, you've made exceptions for all these monsters, right? Mm -hmm. You've forgiven their horrid sins, but then a woman who needs an abortion is right. the end-all be. Oh, wait, how about when you raped nuns and made them get abortion? Right, that's it's, different. It's yeah. like the hypocrisy I just can't be a part of, and I can't trust my leaders. It's right. like, if you're supposed to, you're not more holy than me, you're, you know, so that makes yeah. it really difficult, and... It's a bummer. I, I don't know about you, but like normally every Easter season, Gab and I like. Well, I mean, it was our fa our parents. We listened to Jesus Christ yeah. Superstar. That was like Easter tradition, and I barely listened to it this year. Me too. I and maybe listened to it twice. Yeah. yeah, I just was not. I know. I, yeah, it's just yeah. It's a very very strange year so far. Yeah, but and I don't know why. I I was really looking forward to twenty nineteen. I'm not saying that it's like completely and bad it's like or anything. April, right? I mean, yeah. But it, there's just a weird vibe. I don't know. Yeah. I think, too, because there's so many people running as Democrats, mm -hmm. and I'm, like, not feeling hopeful about the election. Yeah. And, I, and I got, you know, I just... I mean, literally, today, some you know, Seth Moulton came forward, and he's running for president. I'm like, oh, my God, who is... Can you just give me a list of who isn't running for president? Because that's but, probably less. Yeah. And uh, uh, Biden's coming to Pittsburgh to make his announcement. Yeah. Um, it's just... And I'll, I'll say it here, I'm going to say it again, I just want whoever can win. Really, at this point, just give me someone who's going to win. Mm -hmm. Because I can't deal with four more years of Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, for, and for other people, like, it's really not affecting my life. I'm like, well, bravo, good for you, because it's really affecting mine. <laughs> even <laughs> Try if, being poor. Even if it weren't affecting my life in any way, it affects my life when I have to hear him speak or see him on the news. Yeah. He's, he's so inarticulate. He comes off as so dumb. It's humiliating. Yeah. I mean, it's embarrassing. When other leaders of other civilized nations are mocking our president, it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's embarrassing. He represents you. He represents me. I mean, he's right. revolting, and he mm -hmm. represents us. Right. And, like, I didn't really hate Donald Trump before he tried to become the president. Me neither. I never Go be a capitalist. Go have your show. Right. I didn't care. Right. Be a comedic figure. That's yeah. one thing. This is completely But this different. is our country, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like... Right. What the F? I know. I know. And you're using it to make business deals with Russia. Right. And nobody seems to care. No one seems to care. Right. I, I just, I'm so fascinated to see what happens when I have to get back on mm -hmm. Marketplace Affordable right. Healthcare. Is it going to be there this year? Right. Or well, am I going to be healthcare next? because I'm not getting, Cobra, I got my paperwork for Cobra. It's $660 yeah. a month. That's what it was. When so I'm, I'm trying to get into the marketplace to get, you know, healthcare under the ACA. And it's just, it's so it's hard once it's not the time right. it's not open enrollment. So right. you're right. They should do it, but it's going to be a pain in your butt. Right. So there's that. That's fun. But I heard that there was a chance he was going to try to dismantle it again mm -hmm. before it would be oh, yeah. reopened, which means then I would be met. I will have no health insurance mm -hmm. in the new year. Yeah. Or I, I mean, I'll have to buy like one of those crappy plans that literally just cover the ER. Right. Which is really good for someone with pre-existing conditions. <laughs> I mean, I'm lucky. I'm, I take one medicine on a regular basis, and it's relatively cheap for me to buy out-of-pocket. But what happens if something serious were to happen? I mean, I'm, you know, I'll be 48 years old. I could get sick. Right. I could have heart issues. I could, you know, who knows? Then what? You no, know, it's true. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's scary times. It is very scary, scary times. I know, and it's so hard to like when people are like, I don't have to worry about it, and I just want to be like, you do understand when people talk about privilege. Yeah, no. that's you, right? I'm just saying, like when you say you don't have to vote, you don't need to vote. Mm-hmm. Wow, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It's I know. so crazy. I know. I mean, if the least that you do is vote, do it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, just do it. We're, they're not even saying you have to go out and knock on doors for candidates or give money or whatever. Just go vote. Yeah. Go and vote. Care about- Literally, especially if you're a woman. I'm sorry, I don't want to get on this bandwagon, this soapbox, but women were beaten and killed so that we could vote. So, so if you vote. sleep in, or you don't, or you're, you're too busy, or you just don't feel like it, or you hate politics, it's like another kick to the ribs for those women who were beaten. Yep. I mean, how do you not like politics? It's our state of being. I mean, it's like, how? I don't like it. I mean, I hate it too, it. but you have to be <laughs> participate. I mean, yeah, you have to be part of the... It's a democracy, and it's only going to stay a democracy if the people are willing to be involved. <sighs> sorry, sorry guys. guys, we're liberal. I'm sorry, we, I, our mom and dad were fierce, mm-hmm. like fierce Democrats. I mean, our mother, without yeah. a college degree, was taking on state senators mm-hmm. and debating people. Yeah. And yeah, we just don't. We can't just sit and like watch crap mm-hmm. happen. It's just not who we are. No, it's not in our blood. That's right. Let me see where we are in time, real quick, because I had a kind of funny story for you. Okay, well it's four, so we we are going to the gym at All five, right, which we have been leave here about like four thirty, four forty, because traffic. Well, it'll be an hour and ten. We have ten minutes left before we hit an hour mark. Perfect. So Tell where to go. So, um, I've been trying loosely to start like dehoarding the house here and there. I focus mostly on my bedroom, which, oh my god, I was telling Rose, I found, like, all my pay stubs for my first job, which was in 1997. <laughs> I saved them all. Why? Just in case I got audited. Anyway. But I had gone into, I was going to try to do mom's room, a little bit of it, and I get in there for ten minutes, and I'm like, I gotta get out of here. But anyway, I found uh, an erotic poem that she had written our father. Ew, I don't want to hear it. I'm not going to read the poem. I don't even have it memorized. I think I just screamed and put it right back in the desk. Um, and I was like, there, you know, then you find that, and you're like, uh-oh, like, there might what be, the yeah, like, I'm a, right. I find a ball gag. I swear to God, I'm jumping out the window. <laughs> I'm not doing this. And I found something worse than a ball gag. I found something worse than proof my mother's a serial killer. No, I haven't told you yet. Um, Mom had the entire Harry Potter collection in paperback hidden in her closet. (laughs) What? She was a secret Potter fan. What? And if she kept it hidden, she must be a Hufflepuff, which that's what infuriated me. What? All the Harry Potter books. I'm like, when did she read them? And then not tell us about it. I know. It was in a bookcase. There were like dad's books in it. And I'm like, what is this? Mom? Mom? And like, I was always making fun of people my age who like, that's their favorite book series. And I wonder if I oh, shamed her to shamed the point. Oh, reading them in, in like, she was in her bedroom. She knew I read them. Why wouldn't she discuss it with me? Like, and send you like little notes. Now, I knew she'd like have the movies on. Like, I'd come home and be like, why are you watching Harry Potter? Because <laughs> it just didn't seem like her. But I didn't like berate her. But I guess enough that she had to keep her, her love of HP hidden in her, her closet. Aww. I know. Because I had been borrowing a friend's uh, sorcerer's whatever stone, or I don't know what the hell they call it. And uh, that's why our mother was a closet Harry yep. Potter fan. Because of me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm really sorry. I can't believe she wouldn't talk to me about it. She knew I read them. Crazy. Harry Potter fan. I can't believe she would And then she just took your books and put them in her closet. Even at that, why would you Why say would you do something? that? 
And why would you be like, oh, I got all the Harry Potter books from Rose's yeah. room? Yeah. I can't, aw. I can't believe it. But then when you think about it, Harry Potter had such a horrible childhood. Oh, of yeah, course right. she would I love she Harry totally Potter. She is Harry Potter. Yeah. But that's why I don't understand why she wouldn't just own up and be like, I'm a Gryffindor, I'm Harry Potter. Well, whenever we see a medium, put that on our list. Of okay, of course, ask mom. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's the other person we want to interview on here. Oh, yeah, medium. Yeah. 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 Have any of you guys ever talked to a medium? And how did it go? Let us know. Tweet us. Yeah, and if you know a medium who would be willing to come on our podcast for the free promotion, yeah. well, tweet us. Look us up. Because we're down with that. Yeah. Huh. I think that'd be I rad. I can't believe Mama's a secret Harry Potter fan. I know, right? I still so want to talk to her about it now. I know. My Way mind was blown. Way to go, sis. It's my fault. It's my fault, guys. It's probably not your fault. But she also worked in education while those books were really popular. True. So maybe she just wanted to be in touch with, like, you know, her kids. Maybe. Maybe. Or her students. Right. Not her children. Not her children. kid kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I just had to tell you that because so I funny. thought you yeah, but when we really do go through, if there was one erotic poem that was in the desk, I don't know what else could possibly be. Oh, it wasn't yeah. that erotic, but it was a little like her Crazy. husband, the jungle cat. Like, he was like, Gross. I don't want to hear I don't. La, 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 la. don't want to hear. I'll just say two more words, predator nope. and prey. And then mom says, I'm just she's the prey. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Just bad poetry. Can we? It's just gross. We should end every podcast with someone in our family's original poetry. Oh, my God. I only have one original poem, and it was a limerick. <laughs> is it the one about bladder cancer? Mm-hmm. Rose was also Nostradamus. Apparently, I was also, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Do you want to tell them? No. Oh. We'll tell you another time. Okay. <laughs> now they're like, what's the poem? <laughs> you know what, maybe we'll post it. Maybe I'll put it, I'll put it on our blog. Okay, that'll be amazing. All right. <laughs> I wonder if I've written down somewhere, if you have... I'm sure it's written down somewhere. Well, we go through our mother's room. Yeah. Keep in mind, our mother's been dead almost four years. We haven't gone through her stuff yet. Oh, not at all. Anyway, um, maybe we'll find it, because she kind of kept everything. She kept everything. Yeah. But I so think that's probably why it's been four years. We haven't even yeah. looked at stuff yet. I mean, and I'm her daughter, and I kept my Hollywood video paste up, so I understand where she came from. In fairness, at your house, I'm sure there are papers I wrote in high school, because I kept all that shit, too, but I didn't bring it with me to my new house, so... I found that. Hey, Rose, I found some... All the creepy shit I'm going to find in that house. All of your, all of your erotic poetry. If everyone I don't think I've ever written erotic poetry in my life. If so. I find Nick or Bob's erotic poetry, I'm just gross. I don't think Pepero poetry. What if he did? That'd be crazy. Well, we probably would have found it when we went through his apartment. He, there's no way no. Pep would have written. He'd be like, what are you nuts? Yeah. I wouldn't write poetry. Right. With my fancy lad? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, Pep. Yeah. We're going to do a whole episode of Fedora Brother Pep sometime because he oh, was the best. a character. So effing funny. Yeah. So Crazy funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anywho. You guys, thanks for listening. Sorry about episode 8's sound quality. Yeah, we're really sorry about that. And uh, I don't know. We'll be back sooner than later. Yeah. Because, you know, I still have a job. So right. some free time. And uh, yeah. yeah, we've got lots to talk about. We might do something this Friday, I thought. What's this Friday? I thought someone was going oh, away yeah. and we thought we'd that's do a Friday right, that's episode. Right. Yeah, we'll do a Friday episode. So That'd you're in luck. Lucky you listeners. That's right. <laughs> Two in one week. Um, all right, cool. Well, have a great rest of your week. We'll talk to you on Friday. And we're the two, two guinea, guinea hens. hens. Ciao.